listening to Warriors Backstory to Evil. Disclaimer, this entire episode is just my opinion. If you don't agree, I'd love to hear your opinion. Send me a Gmail, backstoryevil at gmail.com. I know a lot of people say that, and it's really cliche, but honestly, I would really want to see someone else's take on the broken code. Also, this is not an excuse for missing my upload schedule by a week, and you cannot prove otherwise. The broken code arc is coming to a close, and I think it's time we take one last look at it before we move past what was truly an amazing series. And I don't mean that in the way that it was good. I have a few complaints for the series, but that will wait till later. I mean it in the way that it introduced something so new and different from what we had been seeing before, and that it was the first series that had real mystery, that had the fandom looking through every bit of clue that could point turn towards the identity of Bramble Star's imposter. I had a really fun time putting the clues together for a final analysis. Okay, next up is And Raven a lot of Wing? others did too. Raven it Wing. pulled the fandom together for one final mystery to solve before the series starts losing popularity. So I don't I think it lost popularity a long time ago. Because let's be honest, we're in the seventh arc of books now and it's inevitable that the series will start getting old. That doesn't mean I'll stop posting though, but we're getting away from the point. It's really different, and I think it deserves an analysis. You know that already because I'm making one right now. <laughs> what? Without further ado, let's take a look at the Broken Code. Welcome to the Broken Code. Final analysis. In the name of saving time, I'm going to skip recapping the plot and go straight to analyzing parts of it. Let's start with the most interesting part of the series, the imposter. The imposter is really the most interesting part of this arc and is what people will probably think of when thinking about it, or how much they hate Bristle Spring. And again, when the main mystery behind the arc, who's the imposter, what is their motives, and what do they want from the clans? the main thing that's what people are going to think about and this is great for any everyone fans get something to talk slash argue about and the authors get everyone interested in warriors it was amazing but there was one problem it was way too obvious it was such a great idea but everyone knew who it was it was on everyone's top list and some people even thought it wasn't ashford just because of how obvious it was and that was the main problem. When it was revealed, it wasn't like an OMG, that is so cool. It was more of a, oh, yeah, I guess that. It was an amazing mystery, don't get me wrong, it was just too easy to guess. Gee, who has blue eyes, would have an axe to grind with squirrel flight, and is male? Who comes to mind? Do you see where I'm getting at here? I did a poll in the Discord server, and eight out, eight out of the eight people who replied, they all agreed that Bramble Star's imposter was too easy to guess. Again, I loved the mystery, but it was just too easy. I think that Ashford was a great candidate for the job, but they just made it too obvious. I feel like they could have held back some clues just to make the reveal better, because the squirrel flight clue kinda was a dead giveaway. And there were some clues that made no sense at all, and it might have just been the errands giving red herrings, but 
when the reveal happened and all this led to nothing, I don't really know what to make of it. Like being unfamiliar with ThunderClan camp, it made no sense and I don't really know what to make of those clues. Where were they gonna lead? On to the next part of the series, the characters. I think it's fair to say that we're on the third generation of characters. In my opinion, the first generation was arc 1 to 2, second generation was 3 to 4, and 5 to 6 is gen 3. And I don't mean generation of characters like literal generations, I mean sort of rounds of them. As we're, we are in generation 3, it might be hard to make new characters have interesting personalities. And the broken code does do this. Inconsistently. I'm gonna start with my personal favorite, Bristlefrost. I know some people really hate her, but I love her personality. I didn't like her being a rule follower at first, but then I realized that was the best part of her personality. Maybe it had been done before, but I really like the idea of it. With cats constantly breaking the code, mostly for forwarding the plot, it's kind of nice to have a new one that was really stuck by the code. Of course, that personality did break down later in the arc, and that is the problem. Most of these cats, even if they did start off being rule followers, turn out at the end of the series as just cats who disregard the rules. And I know that's a, a, for advancing the plot, but it's kind of getting repetitive. It's used over and over as a plot device just to advance the story. She was good at first, but kinda turned into a sappy mess by the end of the series whenever she thought about Rootspring. And one part at the end of a chapter when she woke up in a world where she was happily with Rootspring, it ended the chapter with a cliffhanger and I took a break from the book to get back to the real world. That was a mistake. But I had a bunch of theories in my head, like what's gonna happen? It, only for it to pay off for nothing. And my, that's just a minor nitpick though, but my final complaint for Bristlefrost is she was a great character, but her chapters were boring. She did nothing, especially in the sixth book. I know that it's kind of hard to get her some good action with the main plot being centered around Shadow Sight, but like, I, I don't know, just it's boring. I loved her from a character standpoint, but she didn't really have much action, and all the time when I was reading her chapters, I'm mostly like, hey, can we get back to the action, please? That would be nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But overall, I really loved her character, and the final sacrifice was really the greatest. After the sacrifice, I was really sad and wanted to have Bristlefrost come back out, but no, that would just cheapen the sacrifice that she made. I love how it gave her character arc a closure and really just felt right. One of my main complaints sometimes with children's books is that often main characters don't die. I mean, if it happened every single book, I would hate that, but sometimes if it's sprinkled in, it just feels like a better sacrifice because we got to know the character extra well. We got to see inside of them. But Bristlefrost's sacrifice just was really great. Next character, Rootspring. Rootspring is kind of the opposite, at least for me. He always seems to be near the action, but I don't really like his character, especially in the later books. He's always nervous personality, is not really that fun, and I feel like it's better done with Turtle and Wings of Fire. His chapters were really interesting, him with Snowtuft, which is not Snowkit, get that right fandom, 
and was really cool to see. I liked seeing into the dark forest and how the cats in the dark forest were actually afraid. There were some moments where I liked Root Spring, but honestly, his chapters, I was interested in not because of the character, but because of the plot. But this is mostly the last three books in the arc. I'm kind of avoiding the elephant in the room, and that's Root Spring's ghost powers, and that's because I, I don't really like them. I feel like that's not very fair. I, I don't like how the series has developed ghosts. In the first arc, there were these mystical cats that told prophecies, and that was about it. We didn't know much about these cats that lived in the afterlife. But now we know a lot more about Star Clan, and that's sort of made out to be just a helpless group of cats who are dead. And I know some people like it that way, but personally, I don't. I don't. Some people complained that he doesn't really have much of a character arc, and by the end of the book, it's sixth book is still fully developed. I don't really have much of a stand in this matter, but I think that's all I can say about him. So, on to maybe one of the most controversial characters. Shadow Sight. Shadow Sight. <laughs> wow, this guy is a doozy. I used to really like him, honestly. I feel like we don't get that many perspectives in Shadow Clan. And for what is supposed to be kind of the Slytherin of Warrior Cats, I quite liked it. The camp dynamics were also different from what we've seen before, and before you guys scream at the screen, I know that we've had Flametail, but this was different. This is supposed to be a chat about Shadow Sight, though. I really like to see in Shadow Sight's perspective. His struggle with his fellow medicine cats not thinking he was up for the role was really cool to watch, and I like that. But other than that, what we talked about, he got worse near the end of the series. His personality kind of faded after a vision of shadows, and just wasn't that interesting anymore. I love seeing how he coped with Ash for manipulating him and other struggles, but he kind of became boring. I know that I did say I loved the last part of the sixth arc when I was talking with Mudspots. Roll the clip. The like three, four, five, and six, I just, I was such a big fan of. Six is my favorite, it's just, I love- But that was the plot, not the characters. Anyways, now that we're done with the characters, Onto the last thing, looking back. This entire arc has been really fun to look at, but when people are gonna be thinking about this arc, they're gonna be thinking about the imposter. That could be fine or bad, whatever way you look at it, but whether you like it or not, this was definitely a different arc than what we were all used to. And I think this will change the series. Honestly, that's really all I had to say. But wait, before you check out something else, First, I'm gonna have a bloopers reel, and second, I'm gonna talk about a few episodes that I'm gonna wanna post in a bit. So, on to the bruples, bloopers, bloopers wheel. That was a bru, that was a bruple, that was a blooper right there. <laughs> See you, blamble stars. In the name of saving time, I'm gonna skip recapping the pot. Oh god, oh god, that sounds so raw. Next character, Rootspring. Rootspring is kind of the obvious. Obvious? <laughs> Why do I <laughs> She was good at first, but kind of turned into a sappy mess by the end of the series whenever she thought about Rootspring. And that one part at the end of the chapter in the sixth series, sixth book, 
Oh God. After the sacrifice, I was really sad and wanted to have Rissle Frost. Rissle Frost? Oh my God. Next character, Rootspring. Rootspring is kind of the obvious. Obvious? <laughs> Why do I even? His chapters were really interesting. Him with Snowtuft, which is not Snowtiff. <laughs> Snowtiff. 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 This was different, but this is supposed to be about Shadow Sight, not me arguing with you guys. I like to see in Shadow Spite's Shadow Spite, you spite the sh the camp dynamics were also kind of different from what we've seen before. And you know, guys, before you scream at the scene, and before you guys scream at the screen, I know that we've had flame tile. Flame tile, flame tile, flame tile, the jazz tile, tile, flame tile, the jazzy flame, flame plating. <laughs> I know I did say I loved the last part of the sixth arc when I was talking about with mud spots. Roll the quip, roll the quick, quick, roll the quip, quip. <laughs> This entire arc has been really fun to look at, but when people are thinking about this arc, they're gonna be thinking about the imposter. That could be fine or bad, whatever you look at it like that, but whatever you look at it, oh, fudge you. God, fudge you, stop, stop recording. This entire arc has been really fun to look at, but when people are, are thinking about this arc, they're gonna be thinking about the imposter. That could be fine or bad, whatever way you look at it, but whether you like it or not, this was a different arc than what we were all used for. Used for. Used for. We're being used? Oh god. Oh no. And now, finally, uh, I the few episodes that I want to post, I'm just going to give you a heads up. So, an episode on Scourge, I would like to talk about Flames of Hope, the new Wings of Fire book, my 10k special, my fanfiction episode that's long in the making, the second Warrior Cats roundtable debate, surprisingly. Yeah, I know, it's coming. I, I surprised you all. Yeah, so that's all I had to say. Thank you for listening.